We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. This is Off the Bench with Heidi St. John. Today is Monday, July 26th, and you guys are in for a treat today. My friend Bill Jack is in the studio with me, and we are going to tear it up. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So lots of things going on this week. I'm going to encourage you guys to check my calendar. I'm doing a lot of uh, political events in the district, and I've been doing quite a bit of radio and television. So keep an eye out for that. We're going to link back to some of those things in the show notes today. If you guys are curious about where I will be, you can find out more at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. All right, without any more announcements, I don't want to waste a single second with my friend Bill Jack. Bill is in the studio with me today. He is the founder of Worldview Academy and also a dear friend of mine, as I like to call him, a national treasure who knows a lot about the nation. And we've been talking, kibitzing quite a bit about the political atmosphere right now and how toxic it's become. And uh, I can't wait to just jump into this conversation. Bill, welcome to the studio. It's good to see you. It's wow, good to look be at here. us, in person. In person. What in the world? Face to face. <laughs> Not in riddles. It's amazing. <laughs> as, as it says in Numbers chapter 12. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to have you. You're here, uh, you're in Oregon for Worldview Academy Camp, correct? Yes, we are wrapping up our season in the next two weeks. And uh, this is our Oregon camp, our second one. And we have uh, we've had 140 students last week and 90 students this week. I love it. Uh, they've gone out on Wednesday afternoons and they've shared their faith in Salem. Had some great conversations. We've had uh, just dandy conversations, arm wrestling over issues, <laughs> issues on origins, issues on transgenderism, mm. issues that that students are being bombarded with, and yeah. I think confusion is the the word that marks our youth culture today. Yeah, it and is. And even even with the students with whom we deal and those are the we're talking the cream of the crop. It's mm-hmm. a leadership camp. It's not a come get your unsaved friends saved camp. Mm-hmm. It's not a fun junkie camp. Mm-hmm. It is a leadership camp. They're in class 29 hours out of the week. So mm-hmm. it's it's pretty intense and yet they are also being hit with these issues. Yes. They don't know how to respond. And so confusion and blurring the lines. Mm-hmm. Well, and this it's all is, over the place. This is on purpose, right? So you and I have talked about before uh, what's happening in our country, which really is a cultural Marxist takeover, right? He who controls the language controls the culture. Yep. And you were just talking to me before we started recording about what's happening with the language. And I know that you're seeing this in your kids. So what are you seeing? Yep. Language matters. In fact, uh, when I teach them the four questions – that they need to use no matter what the situation. I I talk to them about how language matters, Mm -hmm. that language lays the tracks that are the ideas that carry the consequences, which are the boxcars filled with people's lives. Just like the Nazis laid the tracks to Auschwitz Mm -hmm. a decade prior to the actual tracks being laid by the language they chose to use against the Jews. Mm -hmm. 
language matters. And we're seeing that very thing today. Mm-hmm. So when you, uh, wow, that just gave me a shiver up my spine because truly what we're seeing happen in the country right now, if it goes unchecked for even a minute longer, we're not going to recognize our country a few years from now. We got to stop doing this whole uh, men can become women and and gender doesn't exist. I was in uh, I was in a coffee shop in Portland today because I dropped off one of my uh, colleagues at the airport and I went to a coffee shop and I I thought I told Melissa I said look around you there were um, transgender flags there were the flags of the non-binary people there were uh, the pride flag I didn't see an American flag anywhere right and that's alarming. Uh, we do camps all across the country, and I just finished a talk this morning, actually, on this whole issue of homosexuality and, tr- and transgenderism. Mm-hmm. And uh, everywhere we go, within the colleges, because we're doing colleges and universities that are secular, Christian, and name only and mm-hmm. Christian, but outside our meeting rooms, there's always an LGBTQ center. In Keene, New Hampshire, several years ago, I went to every church I could find in that small, picturesque little New England town. Mm. I couldn't find a single church not flying the pride flag. Isn't that sad? Yeah. It's crazy. So language matters. Language Again. matters. Tell me, let's let's go through, because you sure. rattled off some words for me really fast. And I want uh, listeners, and there are a lot of teenagers now that listen to this show, and a lot of them being introduced to the work that you guys have been yeah. doing at World Worldview Academy. Worldview.org. Yeah, so check it out, you guys, <laughs> worldview.org. My kids have gone. It's it's an amazing investment. Worldview at the Abbey. You've, yes. uh, you've gotten to know my nephew, River, yes. uh, because of his time there. Yeah, wonderful kid who, by the way, is moving up here. Long story. We can talk yeah. later. Uh, but t- let's go through some of these terms because I think students probably already hear them and parents need to know. These are terminologies that must not be allowed to stand. So where do you tell Let, me? Let's, let's start with let's, one that even Christians have, have adopted. Oh, okay, okay good. Because, uh, and, I th- and correct me if I'm wrong, but we've adopted the term gender. Yes. Okay, even on forms that we fill out. Yeah, it's true. And the church has bought into that one. Mm-hmm. What gender are you? Mm-hmm. Or check the box for gender. Because we've always been timid about the word sex. That's true. Even from the pulpit. Yeah, that's true. And so true. we go on, oh, this is a softer word. Yeah. But gender is a grammatical term. Mm-hmm. It deals with pronouns. As oh, an old, pronoun. old bonehead English teacher that I am, <laughs> I have been ticked about this oh, yeah. for years. Yeah. We are not a gender. I am not a pronoun. I'm male or female mm-hmm. by God's creation. Mm-hmm. And and so we have adopted the term gender as opposed to sex. Uh-huh. Now, it, 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 some people say, well, that's that's just, you know, that's a change in language and the culture. Turns no, out it matters. It matters because if you look at the history of homosexuality, it started out it was sodomy. Then it became homosexuality. No, no, it was sodomy. Then it was queer. Then it was homosexual. Then it was transvestite. Mm-hmm. Then it was transgender. We don't even know what the term means. Mm-hmm. We can't even figure out how to talk about it. The lines have been blurred because language matters. Mm. Language lays the tracks that are the ideas that carry the consequences which are the boxcars filled with people's lives. Just like the Nazis' language against the Jews resulted in 55 million people dying during World War II. Yes, it was 6 million Jews, but 55 million people died as a result of what? An idea. Yeah, well, I was just going to say it was an idea. Yeah, carried by what? Yeah. Language. Language. Words matter. Interesting, too, to note, I was uh, speaking at an event a couple of months ago. I can't even remember where I was. It's horrible, but... 
a woman came up to me and she said that she'd been listening to the show. And she said, did you know that one of the ways that Mm -hmm. um, Hitler was able to turn people against the Jews early on was he said that they were sick? Yes. They had a sickness. Yes. And boy, if we're not seeing that happen right now, you got the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. Right. You know, and it, and what a, I mean, oh my goodness, you know, the mask versus not the mask. I mean, we're, we're living in an upside down world right now. Right. I mean, think of terms such as freedom of worship mm-hmm. versus freedom of religion. religion. Mm-hmm. Are those synonymous terms? Mm-hmm. No, they're not synonymous. Yeah, because worship is the outward expression. Religion is the actual is the actual faith itself. It's how you identify. Am I wrong? Worship confines you to a location. And my buddy who does all my filming for me, he said, the culture loves it when we build big churches because it keeps us contained. I think we need to be viral. Mm -hmm. We need to break out like a virus. Mm -hmm. We need to create a pandemic of our own. Yeah, yeah. And, And the problem is that freedom of worship can find you to a location, whereas freedom of religion, it's Romans 12. Mm-hmm. I urge you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. For Christians, our worship is everything we do. Mm-hmm. For every other religion, it is a ceremony. Mm-hmm. And if you accept the term freedom of worship rather than freedom of religion, then you cannot bring your faith to bear in the culture around you. So therefore, it is proper and right to stop a Baronelle Stutzman mm-hmm. from exercising her religion in her floral shop or a Jack Phillips in his cake shop mm-hmm. or the photographer or – you see how that yeah, works? Yeah, yeah. And so you're, yeah. you're free to go worship. In fact, um, that's, that's Article 124 of the old Soviet Constitution, okay? Is It contains freedom of worship. Article wow. 124 from the old Soviet Constitution is, is really fascinating because we, we don't have freedom of worship there. In order to ensure to citizens freedom of conscience, the church is separated from the state, the school from the church, and freedom of religious worship is recognized for all citizens. That's Article 124 from the old Soviet Constitution. Wow. Whose constitution are we following? Mm-hmm. So language matters. Language – ideas have consequences mm-hmm. is the shorthand version of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's what we as, as Christians need to be cautious of in accepting the world's language. Mm-hmm. I just saw this um, the other day. This was last week and there was a, a survivor – child survivor of the Holocaust. You may have seen this, Vera Sherev. And she was, she's in Europe and she was interviewed and she was very concerned about the restrictions being brought because of the pan, so-called pandemic. Mm-hmm. Here's what she said, quote, as a child survivor of the Nazi reign of terror, I learned indelible lessons about the nature of evil. I know the consequences of being stigmatized and demonized as a spreader of disease. We were required, as Germans know, to wear a yellow star of David to identify us. To segregate Jews, exclusionary laws barred family from normal life, from attending ordinary activities. Our property was impounded. We were forbidden to participate in all educational, religious, cultural gatherings. Travel was forbidden for Jews, so there was no escape. These painful memories from my childhood sensitized me to the threat posed by the current restrictive 
government dictates, end quote. She could have, that that could be said about today. Oh, yeah, that she just, in a nutshell, she just described 2021. Yes, yeah. the masks. Yep. That's the new yellow star of David. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and for people who, you know, you and I have been, yelling and screaming about this for 15 months, right? right? Because at the very beginning, we were both like, hello, this isn't right. When have we ever responded this way? But we learned that fear is an amazing, I mean, they've done a good job. They've, they, and actually Hitler did do that. Like yes. he made people afraid of the Jews, yes. right? And so we're watching, and now they're going to talk about the Delta variant. And, but which by the way, if people would just, you know, do their own homework is, you know, turn off the mainstream media, they would just do their own homework. They would find it's a variant and it's not nearly as, uh, as potent as the original uh, COVID SARS-2 virus was, but that, but the media doesn't care. Right now, language we're hearing matters. language matters. Language matters. Mm. Okay, for example, uh, equality has yeah. now been replaced with equity. Yes. Now, what's the difference? Because they sound so close. Massive. And we difference. use the word equitable. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. which we think means equal, mm-hmm. but equality is treating people the same under the law. Equity is not making the sure same. the outcomes are the same. It's balancing. It's weighting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. different. Ba- so, for example, Lady Justice holds the scales mm-hmm. and she is blindfolded under equality. Mm-hmm. Under equity, she's holding the scales and she's peeking mm-hmm. and looking at those she's judging and then weighting the scales in their favor to bring about an even outcome. Which is devastating. Which is devastating. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you owe me money right now. Mm-hmm. You you owe me because I don't have enough. But then I owe so and so, and that's that's the problem. And so when you speak against it, as you do, you don't get censored anymore. You get what? Uh, I get canceled. Canceled. Now, why change censorship to cancel? Because the left hates the word censorship. No. It is too harsh. So they can have to change it to cancel culture. Cancel is much softer than censor. They hate the word censorship. I used to work for another ministry and we produced a newspaper that students passed out on high school campuses, a Christian newspaper, and to start conversations. Always had a science article supporting creation, hero of history, Bible apologetic, current event, movie review from a, a biblical perspective. Students would pass it out, start conversations. The Christian students would always get slam dunked. They'd get threatened or disciplined or suspended for passing out that newspaper. It was called Issues and Answers. One constitutional attorney called it the most censored newspaper in America. But we had nine cases in federal district courts around the country. We'd win every one of them on freedom of speech and freedom of press, not freedom of religion. I don't know that we would win those today. Yeah. And here's why. Because they would be canceled. Mm-hmm. But I used to – I'd call on the ACLU and I'd say, why don't you defend these students? Because this is a censorship issue. You don't believe in censorship, do you? And every time I'd say censorship, I'd get louder because the left hates the word censorship. I hope people are taking notes right now. So what do they change it to? Cancel. Cancel. It's softer. Mm-hmm. Just like the obvious one – undocumented worker. Mm-hmm. What was it? It was illegal alien. Yeah, it was illegal alien. Yeah. Then it was illegal worker. Mm-hmm. Then that was too An stupid. illegal immigrant. Illegal immigrant. Mm-hmm. You see how that works? Mm-hmm. No, it's an undocumented worker, which is an illegal alien. Yes. Yes. The biggest one? 
we now have social justice. We need to work for economic justice. Mm -hmm. We need to work for environmental justice. Mm -hmm. Huh. That's interesting. Justice does not have an adjective. Justice should not have an adjective. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We should work for what? Justice for all. Justice. Mm -hmm. Just justice. I believe in, in liberty and justice, justice for, for all, all, not liberty and justice for some. Or not liberty because, and social justice or liberty right. and – yeah. Okay, if we I do not have liberty it. for all, we have liberty, liberty for, for none. none. Yes. Liberty under law. You see, it's not – we're not anti-law. We believe in law that, it, that represses evil and allows – for freedom, mm -hmm. the maximum freedom for the individual. Mm -hmm. Our founding fathers had this, this unique answer to the age-old question, how to create order and yet allow for the greatest individual freedom. I can create order like Hitler did, great mm -hmm. order. Mm -hmm. Or you can have anarchy like you saw in downtown Portland, yeah. right? Yeah. But you can't have both unless mm -hmm. you have what? A biblical definition of these words. Mm -hmm. So what is justice? Or I, I wouldn't say social, economic, or environmental justice. I would say justice. Mm -hmm. I might say Isn't justice biblical, a standalone word? Yes. I might say biblical justice. Mm -hmm. But how do we define it? See, that's mm -hmm. the real question. Those are one of the, that's one of the key questions I teach students to ask. What do you mean by what you're saying? It's we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So interesting, you know, uh, I was in Chattanooga a couple weeks ago and I was talking, they, they're doing a really cool thing and churches should be doing this, right? They're doing this awesome thing called um, Civics and Culture. They do it every Sunday night and they're equipping their uh, their members to engage the culture and engage civically with what's, with what's going on around them. And I was tackling the issue of social justice. I said, how has the church embraced this? This is garbage. The Bible teaches us that the natural outgrowth of the gospel is justice. It's Micah so the, 6, 8. It is. That's what I quoted yeah. him. Yeah, you and I were always on the same page. Yeah. I, I said, what What are we doing in the church? When did we get this stupid that we would go, oh yeah, absolutely. Social justice. Oh yeah, absolutely. We're going to do, you know, equity. Of course, of course. If we would just get back to the founding of this country, right? And these men were brilliant. They really yeah. were. What an inspired idea. America I say we, we go back to what scripture says. Yeah. So yeah. what is justice? I, I will ask people this all the time. I ask my students this. And justice will get down to the point. They, they pretty quickly get down to giving or rendering to each person what is due. Mm -hmm. Okay? And I say, well, that's fine, but you're leaving out a, a you know, participial phrase there. It you're has such a to grammar be. grammar teacher. Yeah, being grammar teacher. <laughs> And it, oh, wait, 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 that's a participial <laughs> phrase, I haven't, I haven't actually heard that word in a long time. I think I just made that one up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> and it's rendering unto each person what is due according to God's law. Mm. If you leave that off, 
whoever's in power decides what is due to mm-hmm. each individual. Mm-hmm. If it's not according to God's law, it leads to anarchy. Well, that's what we got. And that's what we have. Yeah. Okay, here's one for you. I am a Christian. There's always an adjective in front of that, isn't there? We have started that. We started that years ago. I'm a Bible-believing Christian. I'm an evangelical. I'm, a, I'm an evangelical Christian. I'm a spirit-filled Christian. I'm a spirit-filled Bible-believing evangelical Christian. I'm on, and and he'll go. When did Christian have to have an adjective? Well, here's how the culture has moved it to the to the left, and the and it is. I'm a gay Christian. There is no adjective. What, what, what am I going to say? Oh, I am an embezzling Christian. I'm a cannibalistic Christian. Okay? I'm a mass murdering Christian. No, you're a Christian. You have a new identity in yeah. Christ. You are a new creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is where we need to be. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. language is so important. Ideas have consequences, but we need to back up even further. Again, just like the Nazis chose to use language, just like the pro-abort choose to use language against the unborn. Mm-hmm. And if you look— uh, Yeah, it's the language's choice now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, William Brennan in his 1980s book, little book, he compared the language the Nazis used against the Jews with the language the pro-abort use against the unborn. And it is chilling. Mm. It doesn't run on parallel tracks. It runs on the same track. The Imperial Court of Justice in Germany refused to recognize Jews as persons. And that's what we've done to the unborn. Yeah. The Supreme mm-hmm. Court of the United States says that's the word That's why Hillary person. Rodham Clinton couldn't, couldn't say it. She yeah. refused. Yeah. The, the word person because the word does not matter. refer to the unborn, yeah. according to the 14th Amendment. That's the U.S. Supreme Court. The Hitler referred to the Jews as a parasite in the body of other peoples. Mm-hmm. The pro-aborts, as early as 1973, referred to the unborn child as a parasite in the mother's body. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, of the body disposal at Treblinka, mm-hmm. the, the concentration camp, Christian Worth said, what should we do with this garbage? Well, fetal researcher Dr. Marty Kikomaki referred to an unborn baby as or an aborted baby as just garbage. Mm. It's over and over. Language matters. Language lays the tracks that are the ideas that carry the consequences, which are the boxcars filled with people's lives. Mm. What are the boxcars being filled today? And I say it is the secular schools. Okay? Over and over and over, we see... The secular schools doing exactly the opposite of what Scripture says. Jesus said in Luke eleven fifty two to the lawyers, He said, "You have taken away the key of wisdom." So, what's the key of wisdom? What does Scripture say? Proverbs nine says that fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Do we teach that in schools today? We're not even teaching it in the Christian schools for the most part, yeah. truly. We've taken away the key of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And as a result, 
we have students. No wonder I, when I look out on these students throughout the summer, and again, we're dealing with the cream of the crop. Mm-hmm. We're not dealing with your average, typical youth group. We're dealing with these students for the most part who come to camp, who want to be leaders. They know it's leadership camp. They're in class 29 hours out of the week. It's mm-hmm. an academic, rigorous endeavor. Mm-hmm. But I look out over them, and what I see is what Jesus saw. Mm-hmm. I want to weep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No wonder Jesus wept over Jerusalem. Yeah, you know it's interesting you say that because we were driving home the other day, and uh, you're you know you and I have been. I called you before I ever announced to run for Congress, and you know we you know prayed over it. You're trying to you know I'm I'm seeking wisdom, which is what the Bible tells us to do. Yeah, and then I told you I'd give you give you some. I'll, I'll think about it and give you some advice, and then the next time I saw you, you say I don't need your advice. I've already decided to run. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how you just misrepresented me anyway so i but we are coming and it, it this has been uh, very challenging for our family as you know because people in in the political uh, it really has turned into a blood sport and it has turned into uh we're not we don't argue ideas anymore we got this from the cancel culture and we got this from uh really what is censorship like facebook and google and all of it we don't want to hear your idea your idea threatens me therefore i'm going to cancel you right. and so in politics what they do is they cancel the person so if they're threatened by the idea or they think the idea might actually win them some votes they go straight for the jugular and they try to lie about the person smear the person you know ruin that person's credibility so that they can't even be allowed to speak and as Jay and I were driving home through the district the other day from an event, I I just I just started crying. I said, I love these people here. I love them. And I think that is what that's what motivates a person to leadership, right? Yes. That is what motivates a person to speak truth. It should. It should. It should. And when it doesn't, they don't belong in leadership anymore. Right. I always, you know, uh, and and you're so good at this. So in the last uh, in the in the uh, few little bit of time we have left here, you know, we've talked a lot about words and how they matter. And, you know, we've talked again about the terrible trouble that we're having right now. And it's going to get worse until people start saying, Lord, what can I do? Here I am, send me, right? God's people need to rise up and begin to be the salt and light that we were called to be. What do you say to the person who's listening that says, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you. I mean, Bill, I am with you. I am in your corner. I get it. I don't know what to do now. Well, like when, what do they do about the language? Well, one of the things is we, we're on the defensive. Yep. We're operating out of fear. Yeah. It's been ingrained in us, especially in the last 18 months. Mm-hmm. But when we're afraid to speak up because we're afraid we're going to be accused of being, you're a bigot. Yeah. You're a racist. You are a science denier. Right. You are a climate change science denier. You are a vaccine science denier. You're a fascist. You're a fascist. Here's what we tend to do. We tend to go, I am not. I have friends who are black. Right, right. Okay, yeah. which is an absurd response. But we go on the defensive. I am not. I, I, have, a, I have a master's degree in biology. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to defend ourselves. It's wrong strategy. What we should say is look them in the eye and say, I don't believe you. No, no, it's not I don't believe that. I don't believe you. Okay. Then if they want to continue the conversation, they can make their case. Now, here's, here's – you're thinking, well, well, they're going to say, well, you just call – you're calling me a liar? No, you may prove to be correct. I just choose not to believe you. And what you're doing is you're reaching over and pulling the rug out from underneath them mm-hmm. because that's exactly what they're doing to us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay? That's true. We just need to be bold enough to say, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. That puts us on the offensive. They have to defend their position. If they want to continue the conversation, they mm-hmm. can present their evidence, and then we can have a conversation. That's great. 
But I'm I'm tired of going. I am not a science denier. Yeah. I, I I'm not I'm not saying the science. I'm not saying that uh, you know I I I I have friends. I've never owned slaves. You know, yeah. my family came from. You know, right. no 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 no. I don't believe you. And look them in the eye and say it. Mm. Now that that requires courage. It it it's because we want to defend ourselves. Mm-hmm. We don't have to, mm-hmm. and we don't want we don't want people to call us those names. We don't want to be seen as those exactly. Things. Don't and don't 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 bite on that bait. Mm-hmm. Don't let them set the hook. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I've been I've been thinking about a lot of stuff lately, but um, I was reminded of James four. Uh, why you do not even know what will happen tomorrow? Mm-hmm. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it's the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. You know, we always make plans. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to do this tomorrow. And what should be Lord willing. Mm -hmm. Um, I told you that, you know, that uh, we're talking about World War II. My dad was an artillery spotter pilot in World War II. Flew a single engine plane. Oh, wow. The only thing he carried was a pistol and a shoulder holster. And he didn't talk much about it. But uh, he wrote some down, some of his recollections down. I was back in Illinois in May, and my sister said, you know this story about Dad? And I said, I have never heard this story. So during World War II, in a mission through the Alps, his small plane's engine quit. He tried several times to restart the engine, and he realized he had to bail out. So he grabbed the parachute from the back, strapped it on, stepped out on the strut. Okay. He had his hand on the I'm door, sweating. yeah, and he heard an audible voice say, "Try one more time." He climbed back in the cockpit. The engine started. Wow! He landed the plane, got out. He inspected the parachute, only to discover it was not a World War II issued parachute. It was a World War I issued parachute. And it was moth eaten to the and point there were gaping holes in the parachute. Oh my goodness. If he had not listened to that voice, mm-hmm. we would not be talking. We would not. <laughs> okay. And my father was not a believer at that time. Mm. So, again, what is your life? You're a mist Mm -hmm. that appears for a time, for a little while, and then vanishes. Mm -hmm. So anything we say, we need to say, if the Lord wills. Mm -hmm. We can can plan strategy, and we should. Mm -hmm. We can say, if this happens, I will do this. But we need to rely on God's Mm -hmm. amazing grace. Mm -hmm. That was God's grace poured out on my Father. And as a result of that, I'm sitting where I am now. Mm. It's amazing. So. It's amazing. And I, I think, you know, when you, you share that story and we, we recognize the brevity of life and how short we really are, you know, the time that we have really is. And as we're getting older, we're going, dang, it's going by, it's going by fast. But the truth of matters, it also removes fear. Yes. You know, because we recognize our days have already been ordained for us. God already has it. He already knows, you know, the first day and our last day, you know, before we see him face to face, he already knows. And there's nothing that I'm going to do as I'm walking with the Lord and doing what he's at that's going to uh, make a day of my life any longer or any shorter. Right. And I think once the Christian really understands that, 
you, it takes the fear and the dread out of, oh, what if, or what if that, or what right. if, you know, and uh, it's a precious thing to know that you're loved and that your days have been ordained for you and that, you know, and that God has a, a plan really for your life and he wants to use you. Yeah. So don't, don't fall prey to the charges. Yeah. Let the unrighteous bring against you. Say, mm-hmm. I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. I believe God. Mm. I believe what God says. And God told my father, try it one more time. Mm. Get back in the cockpit and try it one more time. So that's my message to those who are listening. Don't bail out. Don't step out on the strut and let go of the door and rely on a moth-riddled, hole-filled parachute Mm. that will take you to your death. Climb back in the cockpit Try it one more time and trust God. Mm, that's good. Wow. Well, that'll preach, my friend. I that, do- am, that dog will hunt. That dog will hunt. <laughs> I am so thankful. I'm so glad you got. What do you think of the Homeschool Resource Center? You got it is see? beautiful. This is amazing. Yeah. I want to live here. <laughs> I want you to live here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Well, everybody needs a Bill Jack in their backyard. <laughs> no, it's well, Crazy Uncle Bill. Crazy Uncle Bill. Everybody has one. Uh, where can people find you online? Uh, worldview.org for the camps and uh, worldviewbridgeyear.com for the Abbey program, our two-semester program Mm -hmm. that students can take. And if they want to get a hold of me, it's just billjack4987 at gmail. Billjack4987 at gmail. gmail. And I happen to know you're very good at getting back to email. So. <laughs> Are you being? I just saw sarcasm drip off your chin. I don't there. know, man. It could have been. It wasn't. It wasn't. Bill Jack, you're a national treasure, uh, and no, I've just enjoyed having you. Thank you so much for coming on the Thank show. Thank you. You guys want more information about the incredible ministry uh, that Bill Jack has founded? That is Worldview Academy. I will link back to it in the show notes today. I also want to remind you: if you are enjoying the show, please leave reviews for it over at iTunes. You guys can find out more about my run for Congress at HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. We appreciate your prayers. You guys, don't forget about the municipal races that are happening in your area right now. These uh, city council races, mayor races, school board races, these are determining the quality of life that you will have in the communities in which you live and the education that your kids are going to be receiving. So uh, pay attention to what's going on around you. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.